This is the Wednesday, January 5th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. You got you covered with some hoops coming up as the sports calendar dwindles down and shifts to basketball only. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined this morning by Joe Fortenbaugh as we... You know, celebrated our uh, second-to-last bowl game uh, uh, last night, and then a uh, you know, limited card, but the Lakers may be starting to pick things up a little bit. You know, I didn't go through all of it, so I might have to check this out, but it feels like the major line shifts from bowl season all ended up hitting. Now, all is obviously me exaggerating, but last night we saw a huge shift to Kansas State, and they just blew the doors off of LSU. So maybe when everyone's talking about closing line value, you just have to get the last move Follow all that and make your plays. Something to keep in mind because like with the opt-outs and COVID and everything else, there were some layups just based on line moves if you're not tracking that stuff individually each day. Yeah, last night, I, I mean, I did have K-State on a good number, six and a half and seven, but I was get got cute with the first half under and it just, but there were a couple fourth downs that should have been stopped. It's just kind of painful. But oh, that late TV by LSU. Oh, I had the team total. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's one of the worst beats I've ever had. The second half team total. God. Um, we turn the page to NBA card that's pretty stacked. A lot of moving parts, as always is the case in the uh, NBA. I'm looking at Miami. You know, Butler's not going to play. And this line, they started as a dog and moved to minus two. There's talk of Lillard being shut down. Uh, Chauncey Billups was asked about it. He said they're discussing it. I wonder if that's the steam or it's just that Portland's not very good at Miami is. Um Hard to get a read on that. Obviously, when this posts, it might be three by then. But Heat minus two. I was looking at that, trying to get a piece of this. I always like the Warriors minus five and a half in Dallas. I ne- I never bet against them. They're that they're that like tough for me to go against. Those are the two games that jump out to me. What about yourself? Uh, I got a couple here. I'll piggyback off that Warriors Mavericks play. So the total open as low as two oh eight. Got as high as two fifteen, which is where Caesars has it right now. I would play the under. I think I can understand why everyone jumped on the over at 208. Uh, Low number, considering the Warriors have been putting up a lot of points as of late. They've been playing in some high-scoring games. But once you get up to 215, this is too many when you consider what you're dealing with in Dallas. They're one of the best under teams in the NBA this year, 24-12-1 to the under. That's because they bring a top-10 defensive rating, but they're dead last in pace. This is the slowest basketball team on earth right now. Golden State still number one in defensive rating, middle of the pack and pace. So once this got up to 215, I slid in on the under. Uh, and over I'm going to play tonight, 228, Rockets in Washington. These are just two abysmal defenses. 23rd or worse in defensive rating for both of them. 29th or worse in points allowed. Houston is fourth in pace this season. And if you look at some of these Houston games, the numbers are just through the roof in terms of final scores because they're flying up and down the court trying to score. But like they played the Sixers the other night, 246 total points. The Nuggets before that, 235. The Heat before that, 230. The Lakers before that, 255. Uh, 222 with Charlotte before that and on and on down the list. They've been in some really high scoring games, very dysfunctional. So those are two right out of the gate that I'm playing over in Houston, Washington, 228 under 215 Warriors and Mavericks. Are you doing anything with the Nets? Kyrie's back tonight. They're laying eight. Yeah, I kind of like them, but the number feels a little too high. I I think they're going to be seamless. I I really do think they're going to be just fine. Uh, His, his IQ is so off the charts. Uh, Maybe our charts is a little strong, but he's got a high IQ. I think he'll fit in. Um, I, I think he'll be fine. 
I, I really do. And the, and the Nets need him, right? Like that, that he'll be a, a positive impact. There might be a little rust initially, but I, I, all in all, I think it's going to be a net positive for Brooklyn. But eight is probably uh, a, a price I'm not willing to pay. You know, it's a really, really bad spot for Indiana. They've lost five straight. So right out of the gate, they're not playing well. They're losing those five straight by an average of six per game. So they haven't been competitive. But second half of a back-to-back, fourth game in six nights. So you got to consider all that stuff right now. Going against a Brooklyn team that, let's face it, they're probably (laughs) – Kyrie's probably going to be, pun intended, a shot in the arm for them tonight. They've lost three straight. Um, With the spread this big and the potential for a blowout, I haven't seen a lot of Irving props yet. In fact, I haven't seen any. I'm thinking about going under once I see some. You'll probably have them a little bit inflated because the public's going to be excited about his return. But if this is a blowout, you're not going to need to play him 35 minutes. And you're not going to want to play him probably a ton of minutes anyway. So I might be looking at some under Irving props. Not to say he's not going to play well. I agree with you. High IQ player who's going to fit in seamlessly. I just don't know if they're going to need a whole lot of him tonight. Um. Yeah, I, I don't think so. They're pretty like... Uh... You know, just uh, not intimidating, but they're just overwhelming at times when their yeah. offense is clicking. They can just hit you with waves, and like a team like Indiana is just not going to be able to hang. Probably lean to the over in there. They'll try to run with them initially, the Pacers, and they're capable at times. But there's just not a lot to like right now with Indiana. Like you said, they're they're in a bit of a valley uh, in the aside from the peak. I like Atlanta on the road against Sacramento. Anytime I can bet against the Kings, although I did like them yesterday plus the points, but Sacramento get only catching one one and a half at home. I have to. Probably side with the Hawks there. Anything else stand out? Uh, In the NBA, no. I was looking at that game, too. I will tell you this. um, The line had been Sacramento minus one. It's now Atlanta minus one, one and a half. So I guess Trey's going to play. Sacramento just played last night in L.A. So the spot isn't great. Huge total here. I'm waiting to see some rebound props for some big men uh, on the Atlanta Hawks. I haven't come across any yet they're trying to figure out who's going to play. The Kings are like the worst rebounding team in the NBA. And with the total this high, two teams that are going to be shooting all over the place, I think there's some over-rebound opportunities okay. for whichever big men from Atlanta are going to play. Right, right. All right. Good stuff. Uh, quick golf. I, I, a guy I really trust is on Justin Thomas in a head-to-head with Rom and also on the outrights as well. Anything stand out for you? I love it. Tournament of Champions. We're back in business. I got one bet I've made so far. I'm going to drill down a little bit more. I'm going to play Jordan Spieth to win it. I saw him as high as 22 to 1. I think it's a really good buy low spot. The reason he doesn't have a better price, or should I say a more a price more suited towards a favorite, is because we saw him at the Hero World Challenge at the beginning of December. It was a 20-man field. He finished 20th. All right. He didn't play well at all. Now he's a new father. So there's a lot that's going on there. And sometimes that's a bet against situation, but he's had a month since that event and he has played like nails at Kapalua. He's won the event. He's finished second. He's finished third. He's finished ninth in his four trips to Kapalua. So at 22 to one, I'm going to get involved with Jordan Speed. All right. I like it. Good. A little bit of everything. I shouldn't say a little bit of NBA. We get some eyes on some props as well. And, uh, you know, got a little golf for the people. And head him off to the golf week. <laughs> Golf's going to take more of a, a little bit of more of a focus now that the uh, football season winding down. Just one more college bowl game to go, and one more week in the regular season of the NFL. So that'll do it for us. Thanks to everyone, as always, for downloading, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all that good stuff. We have a, a, a additional show this week for Daily Wager. We'll be on it Saturday, eleven thirty a.m. Eastern, but our normal uh, slot during the week, uh, six Eastern on ESPN two. Best of luck. <laughs> <laughs>